Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series, the number one podcast for brain injury and concussion resources. I am Amy Zellmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I'm going to be chatting with TBI survivor Nikki Lawley all about cannabis and TBI. If you're enjoying this podcast series, please be sure to check out my Patreon page to help support my advocacy work for just $5 a month and receive exclusive Patreon-only content. You can find it at patreon.com slash amyzelmer. This episode is brought to you by Integrated Brain Centers. Located in Denver, Colorado, Drs. Shane Stedman and Perry Maynard are experts in functional neurology and treat complex concussion cases from around the country. With over 20 years of combined experience, they are leaders in helping patients who are suffering from post-concussion symptoms, including dizziness, vertigo, headaches, and more. For your free consultation, you can find them online at integratedbraincenters.com. Hello, I am Amy Zellmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not be familiar with who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Goodman Project, and author of Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal, available on Amazon. Additionally, I am editor-in-chief of the Brain Health Magazine, and you can get your free digital subscription at thebrainhealthmagazine.com. You can learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. I also invite you to join my private Facebook group, Amy's TBI Tribe, to connect with other survivors, caregivers, and loved ones. Today, my guest is Nikki Lawley, and Nikki is a New York State resident and has always been a proud and diligent worker. She has served as an HVAC filtration salesperson, later starting her own company, then as a casino dealer, and most recently as a pediatric nurse. She has suffered two traumatic brain injuries during her younger years, but it was the third TBI that suddenly changed everything. In a heartbeat, her life changed from one of optimism, vibrancy, enthusiasm, confidence, and extrovertism to one of constant pain, withdrawal, depression, and hopelessness. Nikki's TBI has caused cognitive deficiencies, confusion, memory loss, anxiety, and pain. She found herself unable to work, unable to interact with others, and in a very dark place. None of the numerous traditional medications she had tried helped, and in fact, their ghastly side effects were worse off. She had long since reached the end of her rope when on a whim she figured she had nothing more to lose, and she turned to cannabis. So welcome to the podcast, Nikki. So thrilled to have you here today. Thanks so much, Amy. It's a great honor. Well, Nikki, I'm thrilled to have you here today talking about cannabis. Um, we've discussed, you know, CBD, which is also a cannabis product, Um but I'm really thrilled to have you here today sharing your perspective as a TBI survivor and how cannabis has helped you in your journey. But first, I would love to start with you um, sharing 
your TBI story um, and, you know, what, what was that final one that kind of, you know, put you over the edge and just really changed everything for you? Why don't you tell our listeners what happened? Sure. So it was just like any other work day. I was working as a pediatric nurse um, here in Buffalo, and a child was uncooperative for a routine vaccine, um, immunization, shot, whatever you know it as. Uh, The child was very combative, and I was called in to assist another coworker. This is something that I'm very familiar with doing. This was not my first rodeo. And it was just about restraining the child for his safety and the staff. Um, Well, I behind the child, and he headbutted me. um, And I flew back into a wall and back into his head. Um, I had instant numbness, tingling, and pretty much totally blacked out um, for a second. And then um, anger kind of set in like, oh, no, this is not going to work. And I just kept kind of working. But I couldn't. Like, everything, like, just totally changed. Um, I went for a break, and I came back, and, like, I couldn't see well. I couldn't. Everything just, like, changed. It was not like a normal head hit that I've had in the past. Um, Mm -hmm. So I basically went the normal gamut of, you know, the ER and imaging and everything just kind of, was normal. I was told everything was normal and there was nothing normal about how I felt. Um, mm-hmm. It was a worker's compensation injury. So with New York state and fighting workers' compensation, there's only a select group of doctors that will treat you if you have workers' compensation, but workers' comp doesn't really pay for anything, especially nothing that's holistic or, alternative therapies such as functional neurology, chiropractic, things like that. Um, Certain chiropractors will cover, but again, it's just super limited in the scope of services. So I was getting very frustrated and being a nurse, you know, I understand a lot of the medical stuff, but I also know that I'm a nurse and not a doctor. So listening to the doctors and going to the different specialists and having hosts of tests done And nothing was concrete, but yet I couldn't manage to get out of bed in the morning. I couldn't put thoughts together. It was such a dark time, Amy. I can't even explain it. Um, It was so hard on my whole family, my whole friend system. I mean, no one knew who I was anymore. I went from, you know, cool Nikki to who is Nikki? And... And I really felt that. I felt completely alone and isolated. And quite honestly, it wasn't until maybe six months after my injury that I discovered support groups and discovered your support group in particular. And it was sort of the first one that popped up, which was really cool, because then I found out I wasn't alone, that it wasn't Mm. um, unheard of to have symptoms lasting longer than a week or 10 days and I was totally not getting better anytime rapidly and it was so frustrating because I just wanted to go back to work I just wanted things to go back to normal um I was a former casino dealer and basic math became a huge struggle and this was like a true aha moment it was Christmas time and I went to a liquor store and now this was 
a point in my life when I wasn't going shopping for anything, but my parents were coming in town. You had to get the wine, you know, the things that you need for guests to come to your home. And it was so hard for me. I just remember I got there like literally at nine o'clock when they opened and I was counting my money out and the bills were fine, but I couldn't count the change. And like, I started kind of like having a breakdown almost. It was like, Oh my God, I can't. The guy behind the cash register was like 20 and here I am trying to count out 68 cents worth of change and I can't recognize and I can't count it. And it was like, wow, there's really something wrong with you. <laughs> um, and that's kind of when my husband suggested, well, we just need to get out of town. We just need to go on vacation. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't feel like vacationing whatsoever. And I ended up, he booked a vacation to Las Vegas. And I was contemplating my death, um, looking over the casino balcony, and a cannabis billboard came cruising by. It said, get your medical marijuana card in Nevada today and call 1-800-GET-YOUR-WEED-CARD, whatever. And then it came back a second time. And I realized I wasn't high enough to do any real – I would just mess myself up more. <laughs> um, but <Right. laughs> that billboard was like kind of that aha moment. It was like, yeah, go ahead, smoke some weed for your brain injury. Your brain just is used to frying on drugs. So, you know, the whole stigma of cannabis is like taboo and it's bad and the war on drugs and the whole propaganda of, yeah, you're a nurse and now you're going to go do drugs. So March, that's probably going to interact great with your seven numerous uh, pharmaceuticals drawn from opiates to antidepressants to muscle relaxers to mood stabilizers. I was on such a cocktail of drugs and my brain chemistry was truly, truly messed up. And this, no one ever even talked about functional neurology. No one ever talked about um, any kind of holistic treatments. It was just drug, drug, Mm -hmm. drug. And when you had side effects of this drug, let's give you this drug. And, you know, the whole cannabis thing. Yeah, let's give you a drug. You know, this drug makes you nauseous, so we'll give you another drug to get rid of the nausea. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really key when you think about how our system works, and it's kind of broken. It's, um, I think we don't treat the whole person. We treat the symptoms, and that's where, you know, I've really been enlightened on my cannabis journey. So that day... In January of 2017, I learned about cannabis as medicine, but I expected to be able to come home to New York and have access to the same products. Well, unfortunately, New York at the time, chronic pain was not one of our approved conditions. So that meant that I was sort of back to square one. So I went right back down into that dark hole, continued those pharmaceuticals, and then I have friends in Canada, and they said, well, why don't you come over here? We can get you medical cannabis. We can figure this out. And so that's what I did. I literally became a cannabis uh, Canadian refugee <laughs> um, as, because I live very close to the Canadian border here in Buffalo. And I spent so much time in Canada 
that everyone thought I was Canadian. <laughs> um, but that's how I learned about cannabis as medicine and learning from other survivors, learning about all the medicine, the sports professionals and learning a concussion is a TBI. Like they're not always known to be one and the same, but you know, it's just, there's so many misnomers and miscommunications and stigmas associated with, you know, you should be better with a little blow on the head. I literally had a workers comp doctor tell me, well, it's not like you got hit by a linebacker or something. And I was like, well, no, but it had, I didn't have a helmet on (laughs) either. So not that that makes it any different. I'm just saying the lack of understanding from physicians who are basically deeming whether or not you're Mm, qualified enough to return back to work. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I, I like have this, bittersweet relationship with, you know, okay, GPs can't know everything. Um, but, you know, they get literally like maybe a chapter on TBI and concussion in med school. Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like it's their responsibility to learn more about it, given that it's more prevalent than breast cancer, HIV, and MS, you know, put together. Um, but yet they seem to know a lot about all those conditions, right? Um, so it's, it's, you know, this, this ignorance amongst healthcare and, you know, like I, I know a gal who literally hit her head on an open cupboard door. We've all done that at least once in our life. And, but for her, it was the hit that, you know, put her over the edge and doctors just didn't believe her. And I hear it over and over and over again in my TBI tribe about, you know, how doctors just tell them, oh, this can't possibly be from your concussion. It's been six months. You should be better by now. And it's the ignorance is just so deep and it's so harmful to the TBI survivors to be told that, you know, you're either faking it or you're just imagining it. And, you know, meanwhile, we're the ones living with it day in and day out. Um, And, you know, for you, you were a nurse. So, you know, what was your perspective on it? What had you learned in your nursing school, if anything? Pediatrics is where my life was. So, basically, kids get bumps on the head all the time. Kids got concussions all the time. They had imaging. It showed nothing. So, I think as a nurse, until it happened to me, I think I just pretty much dismissed it as, you know, kids just overreacting. (laughs) The kids just, you know, looking for attention, doesn't want to go back to gym. Um, But then after it happened to me, it was so game changing on how I viewed that now. Like, I really struggle with youth football. I mean, I want to play football. I mean, I enjoy football. Like, I'm a fan of football. So, it's really hard for me to know what the right answer is. I mean, I see these, you know, big players that are now coming out of the closet with cannabis and things. And to learn that the NFL now is, you know, giving grants to help research cannabis for treatment for concussions and for aches and pains. And I mean, 
cannabis is a universal medicine. It's not like the problem I have is we've deemed CBD, quote, legal in true quotation marks because of a random 0.3% strength. When Mm -hmm. the 0.3 really, the plant produces more THC when it gets stressed, when it's environment changes. So basically to get that genetic, you have to like modify the the seed, right? You have to change it so it doesn't produce as much THC. But that number is literally so random. And if you don't have tested products, people tell me all the time, oh, I've tried CBD. And, And again, if it's not a full spectrum product, yeah, you can try CBD all day, isolated products, and there's um, broad spectrum products that just lack the THC but still have other compounds of the plant. I've learned so much as a nurse, which there again, I was not taught cannabis, really, or TBI <laughs> in nursing school, and so it's been so challenging because exactly like you mentioned. Patients are told, yeah, you can't still be having symptoms, but I went from being one of the caregivers. I went from being a respected healthcare professional to doctors no longer having that respect and like, yeah, you're, you're milking the system or you're, you know, you really can't still be having a headache after all this time. And they're wrong. <laughs> and you're so right. The patients living with the conditions are ultimately the experts because we can petri dish everyone in a perfect clinical trial, but that's not real life, guys. I mean, these double-blind placebo-controlled trials are only as good as they are. I mean, they're not if they're not taking a diverse set of people, like if they're not doing women and men, if they're not doing people of color and white people, if they're – everything is so – on these research studies because they're trying to control so many things. But at the end of the day, the plant can't be controlled (laughs) the way a pharmaceutical can. So they're trying to find ways that it doesn't make sense. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you need some THC usually to control any kind of chronic pain or significant symptoms. Um, mm-hmm. So I highly always recommend people get in their state's medical marijuana program because that's where, if there's access to any medicine, it's going to be. And having tested medicine really matters because what I've learned from Canada, Nevada, California, some of the various legal medical markets I've been in and adult use markets, I've really learned there's such a differentiation between labeling and what they say is on the product and then being able to track my usage with different strain names, cultivar names, that then I can understand what helps with my headaches. I can understand that this strain, this strain, and this strain helps with my pain, but it also helps with my cognitive function. So I medicate every two hours to three hours. I have a constant level of THC, CBD, all the plants in my system. 
And what that allows is just a constant level of awareness and me having a quality of life that is so different than when I'm not medicated. Cannabis is not a panacea. It doesn't fix everything. It just allows you to focus on things besides the pain. And it allows you to help people. Like you have inspired me, I am inspiring others in a different way. We're doing the same work. It's just I'm totally bringing awareness to cannabis as medicine. And there's such a huge stigma around that, whereas you're totally advocating for not only brain injury awareness, but, you know, functional medicine. And and you are doing such a great job with all your advocacy work. And that's, I'm kind of trying to be you, but as the cannabis poster child with TPI, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Right. Because I feel your message is so strong and so important, and I just want to compliment it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying about CBD and you really, if you're taking anything that is not a full spectrum CBD oil, you might as well just throw it in the trash because you're not getting the full benefits. Um, I forget how many constituents um, cannabis has. It. I want, like, I'm just going to say 147. I'm going to make up a number. Um, but it has a yeah. ton of, of constituents to it. But when you um, make a broad spectrum, I think that's the right word, or an isolate, and isolate isolates it down to one constituent. One. Right. And so an isolate, the, the plus side to an isolate is it has no flavor, it has no smell, it's easy to swallow, um, where full spectrum, even with flavoring, it's, it's a little um, earthy, <laughs> tastes a little earthy. <laughs> a little um, yeah. yeah, but you get used to it, you really do. And I put it under my tongue, so I don't really I mean I still taste it but I'm so used to it by this point it doesn't bother me um but those isolates are just junk and you know it's you're only getting one constituent it's not that they're junk it's what doctors want to study because it's an isolated compound it's a very controlled thing so so it's they're not useless but you need such a high dose and then that creates lower toxicity. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. now I yeah. think we're doing what nature meant it to do. Yeah, you know? you're taking out designed. you're taking out all those other constituents that are what are because every single one of those, you know, like I said, making up the number, 147 constituents, each one of those serves a purpose. Like one fights inflammation, one fights pain, um, you know, one fights swelling, whatever, whatever it is. Um, so when you isolate it down to just one, you're probably not even getting the one that you need, right? Um, Correct. So that's Correct. why it's so and- important. It's so important to be tested, and it's so important to know what you're using. So I know you're a big essential oil fan, and Mm -hmm. I learned about frankincense, okay? And frankincense kind of changed my life as far as it's my best friend. Um, (laughs) I find it helps with so many things. I mean, it, for me, is like cannabis smell, that whole – cannabis is 
has essential oils in it. Like terpenes are really mm-hmm. essential oils. Yep. And so yep. when it's I It's the essential that, oil of the cannabis plant. Correct. But yeah. everyone doesn't make that connection. And then, like, yeah. I mean, I've had doctors say, oh, my God, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I know. And I learned that from, like, a skincare woman who was in Europe. And I'm like, wow. Like, things that are so simple, like, just understanding when you think of functional medicine versus regular Western medicine, treat the patient, not the symptom. Yes. <laughs> You know, yes. and it's kind of the same thing. Um, I just, I'm so grateful for learning some of the simple things that I can then put into words and help educate other people. Um, it's been quite a journey, I assure you. <laughs> Nothing has been easy um, understanding this plant, especially with my TBI shortcomings or different abilities. Um, it's been very challenging to kind of like read a book or find a book that is easy and find reputable products. And I have had samples of so many products because everyone wants to kind of be a brand ambassador for them. And, right. And honestly, it's impossible for me to represent a brand that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yep. So, um, like, and you introduced me actually to Entangled Biome. What great people those guys are. Um, they have amazing products and they have so many additional things like they're using mushrooms now to supplement and like mushrooms have like true benefits for TBI. Mm, yes. I, I unfortunately am like anaphylactically allergic to them so I've never been no. to cap. But yeah. I, had a, I had a brand that wanted me to be there so bad and I was like I want to be but I can't um, because I mean I can't rep something I can't use you know what I mean like it has to be real for me and that's one thing TBI has taught me is authenticity and how important it is and like I'm not stupid I have an injury <laughs> yeah so yeah maybe I can't communicate effectively but don't lie to me or you know Pretend I don't understand what's going on because I totally do. And, you know, I don't do things I used to do. And, you know, neuro fatigue naturally is a real thing when I do too much. I mean, you've explained it well in several of your blogs and posts, you know, because everyone says, well, how do you go to these events? I mean, it takes everything out of you for two days afterwards, Um, at least for me. I mean, maybe not you. I'm just speaking on my behalf, but it's really crazy how much I didn't know as a nurse about TBI, about chronic pain, chronic conditions, and I've always been a compassionate person, but now I'm like completely different, and I just feel things, and people come up to me just because they recognize me from social media, just like I'm sure you get it too, but it's just nuts that I'm making, I feel, a bigger impact now with a brain injury. <laughs> you yeah. This. If you would have told me five years ago this was my life, I would have said, yeah, right, no. <laughs> um, but anything, everything has a reason for happening, and it 
you know, shows us our true path and we discover our passion. I mean, cannabis is my passion now and educating others and mm-hmm. helping remove the stigma. Um, so, Nikki, we are down to our final few minutes. And I would love to ask you, as we wrap up, you know, just your final thoughts for our listeners, what you would like um, someone listening today, maybe someone's listening that, you know, has been curious about medical cannabis, but, you know, doesn't know where to begin or, or maybe someone um, has had a, a slanted view of it, um, but now they're maybe becoming more open-minded. You know, what, what advice do you have to someone listening today? Educate yourself from reputable sources. Um, I'm part of a great community, and it's called the thecannabiscommunity.com. Or, I'm sorry, .org. Oops. Um, and the thecannabiscommunity.org has all kinds of resources um, from patient stories to understanding the plant, where to get the products. You know, they have actual groups in certain states, like we have the New York State Medical Cannabis Community. We have uh, a Maryland one. We don't have a Minnesota one, sorry. But there's different groups. So that's why we say the thecannabiscommunity.org, because that way we can be kind of all-inclusive for the whole country. Um, but it's so important to educate yourself um, and learn who's legit and not full of S. Um, <laughs> it's truly critical. So that would be a great resource. Um, if you're a medical professional, holisticcaring.com uh, is another great place. There's so many awesome resources out there. Talk to people. Get on your support group. Um, I have a page on Facebook, Nikki and the Plant. Um, I also have NikkiandThePlant.org as my website. And I'm just trying to keep everyone up to date on cannabis things in New York as well as TBI awareness. So everyone kind of knows me as the TBI girl that uses cannabis. So um, I invite people to just really get educated. A lot of primary care doctors don't know enough about cannabis to even begin to advise you. So, you know, there's organizations like leafwell.co. Leafwell will help you get your medical card. Flowered Wellness um, is a great cannabis organization here in New York State in Buffalo, outside of Buffalo, that actually offers, like, cannabis concierge. They actually take you to the dispensary and kind of walk you through the whole process so it's not so overwhelming. So finding help without just being random. Uh, the Green Nurse is another great resource. I Sorry, I, there's so many that I can name, but I can't think of them <laughs> right off the top of my head. <laughs> Do you have them um, listed on your website, Nikki? I don't. I'm working on updating my website. It's been a slow, painful process Um, (laughs) just because my executive function kind of stinks. So, um, but now I've actually got kind of an army of helpers kind of gearing up to help me. So I think things are going to be moving much faster. Um, But the best place is to, I also have a link tree, um, Nikki Lolly. So, 
Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Great. Soon to well, be, Nick, soon to be Twitter, Twitch, Discord, and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nikki, thank you so much for being here today and just sharing your knowledge about cannabis. Um, and I do have a link in the show notes to your website, NikkiInThePlant.org. Um, and so anyone interested can click through there to find you. But thank you so much for being here today, Nikki. You're so welcome, Amy. Thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And just, again, um, there is a, a clickable link in the show notes to her website. And there's also a clickable link to my Patreon page. And just another big thank you to our sponsor, Integrated Brain Centers. You can find them online at integratedbraincenters.com. And a reminder that you can find previous episodes on most streaming platforms such as iTunes or directly at facesoftbi.com and you can help support the podcast through my Patreon page and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zalmer and also you're invited to join Amy's TBI tribe on Facebook. Thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of my journey. Have a great day everyone and I'll see you in the next episode. <music>